planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome to another episode of the Everblack Podcast. On this episode, we chat to Eero Sapilla from Battle Beast, who have just released their new album, No More Hollywood Endings. Now, this episode almost didn't make it as uh, we had some gremlins in the system. So uh, forgive the quality, it's a little bit uh, scratchy, but Eero had heaps to say about uh, the writing of the record and the pressure of trying to top the success of, you know, the previous ones. Uh, Nura's amazing vocal. She sounds brutal on this album and uh, just heaps more. Now, Battle Beast, No More Hollywood Endings is out now through Nuclear Blast. Go get it. Grab a beer. Turn it up. It's just a real solid album, and I uh, think it's going to be probably uh, in my top ten at the end of the year, but uh, I guess we'll see. Before we go into this episode, we do have to mention that it is brought to you by our good friends at Blacklight Art and Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They've done all our shirts, hats, and patches for Everblack Media, and uh, they've got such a quick turnaround. I highly recommend checking them out. Big shout-out to Karen and Buzz. Love your work, boys. Check them out at www.blacklightad.com.au. The show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go to www.rwpromotion.com.au. Also want to shout out to Lumberpunk's Axe Throwing Club, who now have two venues in Queensland, one in Miami on the Gold Coast and the other in West End in Brisbane. Lumberpunk's Axe Throwing Club is the perfect destination suitable for solo adventurers, date nights, birthday parties, hens nights, bucks night, you name it. Doesn't matter what you listen to either because you get to choose the soundtrack while you're throwing axes. It's just uh, it's just a kick-ass time. All sessions are 1.5 hours in length and comprise of a safety induction, instruction on tactical tomahawks and hatchets, and then competitive play. Now, if you put Everblack in your booking notes, you receive 10% off your sessions. Terms and conditions apply. Get onto it because that's an awesome, awesome deal. Thanks to our good friends at Lumberpunks. All right, we're going to go straight into our episode with Eero from Battle Beast. Go get No More Hollywood Endings. It's a kick-ass album. Enjoy. Eero, how's things going, mate? I mean, everything's pitchy. I mean, uh, right now we're really looking forward to getting the new album out and hitting the road. Uh, you're spending a lot of time in the rehearsal space, getting the songs together for a live live show. And yeah, lots of things on the plate, doing interviews, <laughs> playing songs. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, it's not really the call before the storm, but it's like, it's a moment that's uh, going to lead to the... Uh, yeah, waiting, waiting, waiting for the big wheels to start rolling with the new record. You know, the epic new Battle Beast album, No More Hollywood Endings, that comes out on March 22nd, and it's album number five for you guys. Do you have a ritual before each album or release? I mean, do you get together as a band and, and celebrate? Try to think here. I can't actually remember, because uh, a lot of the times we're actually busy doing something else when the album actually comes out, but... <laughs> <laughs> and also, on, on the other hand, there's so much partying in this uh, business of rock and roll. So, uh, I don't know. We Well, there's no 
to answer your question, there's no specific ritual, no. Well, we're probably going to get drunk at some point. <laughs> That's the important part, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, what's the story behind the album title? Yeah, well, actually, we uh, first had pretty much everything else done. We had the songs and we had the album cover art even. And then, uh, yeah, it was Yannis' idea, giving the album such, such a title. And yeah, I, I think it took a bit of, you know, getting used to for every one of us. I mean, for now, I think it's a great title, but... Initially, I thought it's like, is that a bit weird for a male album? But I suppose it's supposed to be a bit weird to get, the, you know, the people talking and, you know, have, I mean, everybody can make the different assumptions on what does this album title mean. And personally, you know, to me, it feels like it's about, you know, not accepting other people's choices and not taking the easy road, but kind of being master of your own future. So, yeah, I think it's a good title. Absolutely, man, because uh, the overall theme seems to be about hope and, and empowerment, you know, but there's, there's, there's a couple of bits on there, a couple of songs, a couple of moments that uh, seem to be a bit more personal, especially lyrically mm. in songs like I Wish. Was that something that uh, was discussed? You know, did Nura come to you and say, hey, guys, there's a couple of songs on here that are quite personal? No, no, it's not, not actually like that. I mean... I mean, I mean, we don't actually plan on stuff. I mean, we do it the other way around. Like, first we get down, we do songs, and we do whatever we do, and then, then we see what we have. But, but it's, kind of a, it's kind of a weird group chemistry thing that, you know, like you mm. said, there are these running themes like, you know, hope and self-empowerment, which are, like, present in a lot of the songs. So, but on the other hand, it also makes sense that there's a couple of songs which are not. But, you know, we didn't decide on a specific theme or... We don't really think like that. We just do the song first, and then you know, we kind of put a, put them all into blender and see what comes out, and this is what you get. <laughs> Another thing about it is uh, the flow of the album too. It's quite a bit of a journey. It starts off, it's quite symphonic, and and it's got all those big sounds, and then it goes like it's got a bit of an eighties vibe mm. to it, and then it swings back towards the end into like the big symphonic. Was that something that was planned? No, again, it, it wasn't planned, but yeah. like, but when you have when we had the songs, you know, decided, then then of course you have to think about stuff like that. You know, you can't put the slow song first or whatever. So, uh, mm. and also it wouldn't have made sense because there's like just songs like uh, "Endless Summer," which is basically like '70s hard rock, and then there's uh, "Golden Horde," which is pretty modern and uh, one of the fastest and heaviest songs we've ever done. So it wouldn't actually make sense to put those those like next to each other. So we kind of wanted to have the flow of, you know, having those separate moves, like first the uh, kind of an operatic start, then the uh, 80s rocking middle part, and then the kind of uh, kind of swaying into that, uh, I don't know, more more into the power metal territory and, and in a way kind of uh, going back to the symphonic stuff with the last song. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was, I mean, we didn't plan on it, but, you know, once the choice had to be, once some choice had to be done, then, you know, that's the uh, approach we went for. It definitely works, man. And that, that track you mentioned, the Golden Horde, that's one of my favorites. Cool. I was it's blasting actually... that <laughs> today. <laughs> nice, to nice to hear. It's, it's, I mean, we've been practicing somewhat in the studio, and it's a, it's a real killer to play. And I mean, it's hard, but it's also like, for a bass player like me, it's fun to play fast. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very fun. In saying that, though, I mean, you're so many albums in, you know, to your career. 
It must be mm. getting difficult for you guys to come up with set lists now because, you know, you've got all the classic songs and then the new ones as well that fit in with those. Like, how does that work? How do you nail that, that set, perfect set list now? It's, 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 it is a hard process. And actually, to be honest, we haven't decided on what the set list is going to be like for the next tour. I mean, yeah, we're going to definitely play, I would say, at least six songs of the new record. But other than that, I don't even know because, I mean, if you play 90 minutes per night, which we do, then, you know, there's, uh, there's just so many songs you can play. And it gets even worse because, like, not all the shows we're going to do is going to be a kind of a, it's not going to be a full Battle Beast experience. Mm. I mean, we don't, if you play a festival, it might be just that we just play like 45 minutes and then it's very hard. But it's just something I think you have to go with intuition and, you know, I mean, if you start thinking about, I mean, we can't, I mean, if you, Think it the other way around, like if you start thinking about like, oh, we can't leave that song out, or we can't leave that song out, but instead you need to take the approach of like, we want to play this song, and we want to play that song, and, and just kind of not think about, I mean, what you're leaving outside, but uh, more, more think about like which songs would make a good set together when, you know, played after each other. Does that cause a bit of conflict? Because everyone's in the band, I'm sure, have got their own favorites. There's a yeah, well, fisty cuffs, no punch-ons. No, it's, I mean, conflict is perhaps a bit of a strong word, but it's, it's, it's I mean, yeah, it, it is something we need to discuss, like, every now and then, and not everybody sees things the same way. So, I mean, that's natural. That's, that's what it is when you're in a band and everybody has their own ideas. Otherwise, it would be pretty sad. <laughs> but no black eyes as a result. No, 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 nothing that <laughs> no. Did you find that, you know, there was a bit of pressure going into this album considering, you know, the success of, uh, you know, Bringer of Pain and, you know, that was number one album, the album before, that was number one. Did you feel that going into this album? Uh, well, yes and no. I mean, for us, it doesn't really make sense to start thinking about, like, you know, how, how, how high are we going to chart or anything like that or how much is this going to sell, but, you know, I mean, there's definitely always this pressure of kind of overdoing yourself. Like, we need to make, I mean, mm. last album was good, but this, got, this one's going to be even better. So, I mean, it has to be like that, because otherwise you get lazy, and then, you know, you start making bad albums. So you always kind of have to try to top yourself. So, yeah, that's, that's the sort of pressure you always have. And you know what? I loved uh, the last album, but I, mm. I do think you guys have topped yourselves this time. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. I, I, I must say I agree, because uh, I also like the last album. And to me, it feels like, you know, the musical ideas we had on Bringer of Pain, they are in some way more evolved this time around. Like everything, we went, we went further down with, you know, all those musical approaches and all those ideas. So it's just, yeah, more of everything. <laughs> Absolutely. And Nura's voice on this album, man. Holy shit. Yeah. She's just on fire. Uh, I mean, it, it's also something we've been uh, concentrating more and more on, on like putting the focus on uh, not as vocals, because to be honest, that, that is, you know, that is the thing in every song anybody in the world does. Like, how is the vocal line? How is the singer? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, for a musician, I mean, if you're a guitar player, if you're a bass player, it's easy to get down to like, oh yeah, check out this cool riff. We got to put this super high in the mix, but yeah, that's not good for the audience and, and that's not good for the song. So, uh, yeah, so we basically nowadays we put a lot of focus on like deciding on which, which key suits the best for Nora's voice and what allows her to like, uh, you know, 
uh, I don't know what to, how to put it. Like uh, we have to sing the song to put the songs in, you know, correct keys yeah, yeah. in order for her to like be kind of more loose. Mate, just you all, just all of you, just firing on all cylinders. It's just amazing, <laughs> mate. It's just yeah. It's, I think you guys. Have, uh, that's why I think I kicked off with the question of how you're going to celebrate. Because I think you have got something to celebrate <laughs> this album, most definitely. And you said, we're just going to get drunk like normal. But I think, you know, if you get a chance, take your time. Take a moment to mm-hmm. aside and high five because uh, you've all done such a fantastic job. Thank Absolutely. you very much. Well, I was going to say to you, of course, you know, as a musician myself, I always dream about touring the world and doing what you're doing. But when it comes to touring, say, the States compared to Europe, I mean, what are the what's the biggest challenges in doing that compared to between us and europe uh well touring the us for us is actually way more expensive because we are not that well established in in north america as we are in europe so we don't get mm. as good fees and also the expenses are higher because we are operating on another side of the planet and uh, you have to get visas and the uh, buses are different everything's different yeah there's a lot of challenges to that but personally i, I think it's also very I mean, it's it's super fresh for us to tour, say, U.S., because uh, that's something we haven't done as much as, you know, Europe. So you always get to see new places and see new crowds and see new people, which is what keeps it interesting for us. I mean, you haven't been to Australia yet, have you? No, we have not, unfortunately. Yeah, see, that's where I'm leading. <laughs> you know where I'm <laughs> yeah. going with this one. <laughs> I might be, yeah. But it's, it's, it's something like touring Australia or touring you know, New Zealand is something that has been in talks for a few times, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it all comes down to money because, you know, it takes a shit ton of money to fly six band members plus crew plus all that gear halfway across the planet. So uh, the sensible thing would probably be, you know, you know, tying together some shows in Australia with some shows in Japan or maybe some shows in China and then, you know, kind of doing that, uh, uh, far east tour kind of thing but yeah hopefully there will be a chance with this album at some point and we'll get to do that because every everyone in the band would love to of course we would love to see you down here you know i think it's long overdue mate yeah well beers and party on oh yeah I, I mean right now i'm looking outside at like i don't know four feet of snow so yeah australia sounds pretty good well i'm uh sitting in my car sweating my ass off <laughs> okay okay well yeah complete contrast yeah but the yeah but the uh, beaches and drinks and that sort of stuff that could work oh, i think so mate i think so yeah if you got the choice out of the two yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure for sure well mate thanks again for uh taking the time to chat to us of course the album comes out on march 22nd through nuclear blast uh all the best to you and the rest of the guys in the band and uh fingers crossed we're gonna see you soon mate absolutely thank you so much planning on traveling this summer Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 